Welcome back to Scary Stories Podcast. Um, this is the Halloween edition because this the day of the release of this episode will be Halloween. So it's kind of like festive and stuff, you know? Um, hopefully this podcast will make your Halloween extra scary and stuff. Alright, so... I found a story that I looks like, like just like based on the title, it sounds like it's gonna be like a lot scarier than the other ones I've read. Like normally they're like kids stories, but this one, this one's called. Wait one second, there's an ad. Okay, no, this one's called the Architect's Key, which sounds a little bit too like. I don't know. Like I feel like a kid wouldn't understand what an Architect's Key is, but that's just judging it based off the title. So, let's begin. There was once a man named Edward who designed and built his own perfect house. He lived in it for many years until eventually, till he eventually passed away. A new family soon moved in, but whenever they went to the basement where Edward's personal study had been, they would get the feeling that someone was watching them. One day, the father of the new family decided to fix up an old jacket, which every tailor in town had told him was beyond repair. So he went down to the old study, laid his jacket on a chair, and then tried to see if there was anything in the old desk that could help him mend it. But the drawers were all lock- locked, and he couldn't find the key anywhere. The next morning, he came back down to find the key on the desk, all of the drawers open, and his jacket completely fixed. Okay, um... That one was a little bit weird. That's not even, like, scary. That's just, like, ghost man's doing him a favor. I mean, like, I could guess it's scary because, like, a ghost was in his house or something. But also, how broke do you have to be to try and fix a jacket that's beyond repair? Like, I don't, like, jackets can be expensive. They, you don't just, like, go to Walmart and buy, like, a $20 one. Like, does it not cost that much money, I don't think. So, I don't know. Like, if you can afford a house, you can probably afford a jacket. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to rate that one. Uh, we'll give that one a 5 out of 10. Just like the last story in this podcast. Um, yeah, I think that's it for that one. <clears throat> okay, so that last, uh, story was, like, super short. Which reminded me that we need to read the short stories. So, I pulled up some more. Even though it's just the same website from last episode. Those ones were alright, so... I'm gonna just do those. After so many years living alone in this large house, I came to a startling revelation. And this time, I closed far more doors than I had opened. Wow, scariness. Alright. It's been watching me for hours now. Sometimes I catch glimpses of its reflection on the computer screen, but I dare not turn around. You think it's gonna wait to kill you till you turn around? Yeah, that guy, a little bit stupid. Someone commented, reflection. Yep, that's what it is. Put back the mirrors. We miss watching you. Um, that's a little weird. Like, what if, if they want to watch you, just 
don't need a mirror to watch someone, but all right. Um, they delivered the mannequins in bubble wrap from the main room. I began to hear popping. That one's just random. Why do you, why are you buying a mannequin? And why is popping bubble wrap scary all of a sudden? That's just weird. Someone commented, the mannequins must be so heavy. No, I don't think that's what it is. But alright. <laughs> that's funny, I just skipped a story because it looked too long. <laughs> it was it's literally like two sentences, dude, what the heck. <laughs> when I finally grabbed her in the darkness, I swam back to the surface. It never occurred to me how fast the ice could freeze over. I don't even get that one. You start to drift off into a comfortable sleep when you hear the, your name being whispered. You live alone. Okay, why? there's a lot of these that are like having to do with living alone. Because apparently it's really scary to live alone. And then like the presence of someone else is in your house or something. Which I guess makes sense. But like I want some variety in these stories. Um, Last one. You get home, tired after a long day's work. And ready for a relaxing night alone. You reach for the light switch, but another hand is already there. Hmm. Okay, so... That one... Just literally just look, and you'll see what it is. Like, oh my gosh, that's too short. Oh my gosh, I'm so bored of these short stories. I'm gonna just pause it right here. Alright, so we're going to read, like, another scary story. And since it's Halloween, these ones might actually be scary. Who knows? <clears throat> the title is 11 Best Scary Ghost Stories That Will Scare Your Socks Off. So I'm guessing that it's going to be, like, extremely scary or something like that. So, um, okay, never mind. I was just playing, a, just playing an ad. Oh, shoot, these are like real-life ghost stories. Oh, this looks, this is going to be good, man. Um, all right, we'll, we'll read this one. The Bell Witch, Adams, Tennessee. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. If you're a scary movie lover, you might actually know about The Bell Witch. The films An American Haunting and The Blair Witch Project are both based on the story. Way back in the early 1800s, a man named John Bell moved his family to an area in Tennessee called Red River, which is now known as Adams, Tennessee. After they had settled in the new home, some peculiar things started happening. The Bell family began hearing some bizarre noises, including dogs barking, chains rattling, and rats, rats chewing. How do you know what rats chewing sounds like? And a woman whispering. Soon that woman became known known as the Bell Witch, and many people believe she is the ghost of a former neighbor known as known of the Bells, Kate Bats. Bats and the Bells had a dispute over land, and she had sworn vengeance on the Bell family before she died. Later on, Bella died from poisoning, and it's rumored to be the work of the Bell Witch. Okay, that one wasn't that scary, and it was really short too. So I think I'm just going to go and find another website that will have better scary stories. Ooh, that's a spooky cover. Okay.
15 spooky stories that will keep you up at night. Alright, these one. This looks good. The first thing is that... The first one it wants me to read is a two-sentence horror story, which we already did, but... I finally found my wife, the kidney she needed. It took forever to track down everyone she donated organs to after the crash. Wait, what? Wait a minute. Wait, what the? Oh, that's like, that's like, I think what's happening here is like he wants to like bring his wife back to life. So he's like getting all her old organs she donated from these people, which means he's like a murderer probably. I don't even know. That one is like, that one was confusing though. I had to think hard about that one. <clears throat> this one's called Mom Averts Dangers. Forget monsters. People are terrifying. This camping story from Reddit user blah 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 will solidify that. Okay, let's start. So I live in Eastern Oregon and my mom lives in Western Oregon. I went to visit her for the summer and she's very outdoorsy so we decided to take the one hour drive from her city to the coast. We end up at this free campsite at the top of this hill huge foothills of the coastal mountains, about a 25-minute drive from the top where the campsite to the bottom, campsite is to the bottom where the main road was. We were the only campers there. We relaxed for the rest of the day, made food, etc. A truck full of men drive up the hill and talk with my mom. I don't know what about, wasn't suspicious at the time. And they leave us. Fast forward to the middle of the night. I wake up to my mom sitting straight up in the tent. I wake up easily so I heard her grasp it. Her, I heard her gasp, and it woke me. As soon as she saw I was awake, she put her hand over my mouth because I was starting to ask her what's wrong. I was dead silent. All of a sudden, you hear footsteps right beside the tent. The little flap that covers the zipper was even moving. Thankfully, my mom was has quick wits and said very loudly, Kenny grabbed the gun. Kenny's my dad, although that doesn't matter. And mind you, he was not there. Just like us girls, I previously said. They left. No harm was done. Hmm. Okay, that's it. That's a little spooky, though. Even though it could have literally just been, like, a, a deer or something. So. In fact, that's probably what it was. Oh, wait. How long is this? I might have to right here if it's long. Uh, I think it is kind of long. But also, it's Halloween. So we need an extra long episode. In high school, my friends and I were messing around with the... Oh, wait, I, I should say what this one's called. This one's called Ouija Board Knocks Back. In high school, my friends and I were messing around with the Ouija board one night. We had done it before, and nothing remarkable had ever happened. We usually did it to try and scare each other or our girlfriends. Okay, they said A-R-E girlfriends, when it should be O-U-R girlfriends. Like, our girlfriends. Yeah, typo right off the bat. Not good for the ratings. We all thought it was a joke. That night, there was no one else home except the seven of us, and we were all together around the board. One of the girls, they wanted to try it. She had never done it before. This time was different. The board misspelled some of the words the same way every time. It gave answers that seemed really historically accurate for our own town. Things we neither knew or, or cared about. Long story short, the spirit claimed it was a 10-year-old boy who had died on the property in the 1800s and was buried there too in an unmarked grave my friend's house was on a farm in the edge of town we were all a little freaked out because the board 
had never been so detailed and consistent. However, we were a little skeptical, and we were all assuming one of us was trying to scare the rest. Finally, my friend asked if the spirit could do something to prove he was there with us. It went to yes, and then spelled out N-O-C-K. Then the planchette, I don't even know what that is. Stop. Then the planchette stopped moving. We all just stared at it silently, and there was a rap, rap, rap on the window right next to us. The lights on out, The lights were on outside, and there was absolutely no one out there. We never touched that effing board again. It literally just says effing, like F-ing. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, so I realized that I forgot to review the first one. Um, I'm going to have to give that one uh, I'll give it a 6 out of 10 because I think that actually did happen and if that happened to me I'd be scared but it literally could have just been a deer so well, not like that scary alright and then for the next one I'll give that one I'll give that one a 9 out of 10 that one was pretty good I mean assuming if this actually happened and like there's like this is actually like the truth that's like that's really scary you know because the lights if the lights are on and they still couldn't see it that's not good you know all right so that's going to be the end of this halloween edition thanks for listening bye